one of the things we need to um, identify is uh, the ability to differentiate between what is good and what is right. And over the years, I've always pointed that out as uh, the um, key to maturity. If somebody is mature, if, uh, if you're going to say, oh, this person is mature, it simply just means the person is wise. The person knows the difference between good and bad and knows what's the difference between good and right. Why? Because uh, a number of times, uh, it is very, very obvious most times, the difference between good and bad. All right. Um, you know, killing somebody is bad. Saving somebody else's life is good. All right. So, uh, if a house is burning, it's bad. But if you go to save a property in the house, it's good. All right. Uh, what is the difference between good and right is you knowing whether to save the property in the house or the human being in the house that is burning. All right. So if you are saving the property from the house, is good. But if you have a human being in the house, all right, then the right thing to do is to save the human being first. Why? Because the value of a human life is far much more worth than any property that you may have. Right. So um, if you want to find out somebody who is mature or if you want to find uh, what maturity really means it is the ability to differentiate between good and right all right and um, one of the key things you know that mature people understand is um, focus why because your priorities are set right because you now have um, in your mind a scale of value or in your mind, you, you know what you should be doing. You know, we talked sometimes about um, discernment, you know, about having an understanding of what to do. Because you now know what to do, you know what to focus on. All right. I talked yesterday about emphasis, you know, about understanding when God places emphasis, for instance. That is God focusing on a particular matter. That is God, you know, telling you, oh, you need to pay attention to this. Now, does it mean every other thing is important? Is not important? No, they are also important. But God is putting emphasis. You know, so when you are emphasizing on something, it's when you are focusing on something. So one of the things we need, you know, in our life, uh, or in our work, in our profession, you know, if we are going to get the results of God, you know, is to understand the law of focus. And doesn't mean we abandon every other thing and then focus on one thing. You know, so most people use the scriptural verse where Apostle Paul says, this one thing I do, sure. <laughs> I mean, does it mean he didn't do all that things? No. But he's emphasizing his focus for that moment. His focus for that moment is forgetting things that are past and then pressing on toward the mark for the you know, prize of, of the Lord Jesus Christ. So we need to emphasize you know, on focus. And I'm a photographer, so... Um, I, I make use of lenses, you know, in cameras. And one of the things you must always do if you're going to take a very good sharp picture is to ensure that the camera is set at focus. Why? Because most times, if your camera is out of focus, what you have is a blurry image. All right. So focus is having the sharpest image, you know, of you know, your goal. Focus is having the sharpest image of the results or the the desires that you really want all right so that is what focus is focus is simply having the sharpest image all right you have clarity you know if i can put it another way you know so you are focusing on something you know you are paying attention to something you know a, a man of god said you know that where attention goes energy flows and results shows 
Alright, so if you put attention on something, if you pay attention to something, your energies begin to move in that direction and then you begin to reap results from that you know, attention you are paying to uh, you are paying to uh, to that activity. So you need focus. You, know, you need to be able to focus on the particular thing, focus on the particular area of your life, particular aspects you know, of what you are doing. You know, even in your career, I mean, your career could be multifaceted. What are you focusing on right now? You know, if you are a cartographer, for instance, you say, oh, I'm focusing on developing, you know, my GIS skills, you know, or um, maybe S3 has just released a new patch, you know, for Linux you know, as a software developer. You know, I tell yourself, oh, I need to find out, you know, what this new thing is all about. So that is your focus at the moment. It doesn't mean you're not going to pay attention to every other thing. No, you will, you know, but you focus. And when you focus, what happens is all your energies move in that direction and you are able to get the results from it. Alright, so focus is the ability to differentiate you know, between what is right and what is good. And, you know, it is uh, you focusing your attention, you know, on that particular thing to ensure you get the results from it. Right, so many people lose focus, you know, not because they are doing the wrong things. It's because they are not doing the right things. If I can put it that way. Alright, why? Because they are trying to uh, capture everything. You know, they are trying to, I mean, which is good. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm somebody who is uh, multifaceted. And I believe every believer, you know, should be, shouldn't be just a um, one thing kind of person. Most people pride themselves and say, I do one thing, you know. If you are really God, you know, God's creativity is expressed through you. Right? Does it mean you are going to be known for everything? No. <laughs> Alright, I mean, yes, you could be known for just one thing, but it doesn't mean you are limited to doing only one thing. Alright, you know, so don't, uh, because of um, many good things, you know, forget to do the right thing. Don't, because of many uh, good things happening in your life, forget the right thing you're supposed to do. Alright, you know, for instance, somebody is going to celebrate uh, their birthday. You know, you can't say because you are going to celebrate your birthday in the morning, you now forget, you know, to, to have your personal quiet devotion with God. You know, that's foolishness. You know, you need to focus that morning, you know, or that period of time you've marked. You need to focus on it and focus, you know, and meet with God. And thereafter, you can go and celebrate, you know, with other people. You know, so don't lose focus, you know, uh, because most people lose focus, like I said, because, you know, they are not focusing so much on the wrong things. They are also focusing on good things. And that's why they call them distractions. You know, they are distant attractions. They are good, they are attractive, you know, but they are going to take you away from your goal. All right. I, I used an example some days, uh, some weeks back, you know, about you know, how we live in an age where you have so many uh, free, you know, courses, free training, free this, free that. And, you know, the temptation will be, oh, dipping your hand into everything. Oh, let me... It's an opportunity. Let me quickly learn crypto. Let me quickly learn uh, UI UX. Let me quickly learn uh, design. Let me quickly learn programming. Let me quickly learn how to be a QA, QC tester. You know, and there are so many things you know you want to dip your hand into. Why? Because it's available, it's free, you know, which is good. But you need to have clarity of purpose. You know, you need to know, okay, this is the direction God wants me to do. All right. And, um, and, when you do things like that, you realize that everything ends up in intention. You know, so you see people with, a, with chains of you know, incompleted Coursera courses. <laughs> I like using that example. You know, incompleted Coursera courses. You, know, you started this course, started that course. Why? He had intention. All right. I mean, uh, but because he wasn't focused, you know, because he didn't zoom in, 
on something, you know, uh, uh, everything ended in the land of intention. And nobody celebrates intention. You know, I mean, if, imagine if Jesus Christ, you know, was still on the earth to, to date. And like, wow, Jesus Christ, you are doing miracles, doing healings up and down, you know, and like, ah, uh, what, what's up now? Tell us your story. Say, I intended to save the world, but, you know, I just saw people, you know, who were you know, sick, you know, where, you know, who needed healing, who needed deliverance. I mean, instead of me going to that, you know, let me go, let me go, just stay back, you know, and, and be taking care of them. <laughs> you know, Jesus could have done that. Not that I said, ah, Holy Spirit, let's leave dying first. You know, let us uh, focus on, you know, healing, you know, there's so many oppressed people here. That's, it's a good thing, you know, to heal people. It's a good thing to deliver people. But that wasn't the right thing for him at that point. The right thing for him at that point was for him to go to the cross, to die, to bring sons and daughters into glory. You know, to redeem us, you know, from the snare of the devil. You know, to redeem us, you know, from the nature of sin and death. You know, and Jesus Christ was focused. You know, even though there were people at the time of his dying you know, who were sick, even though there were people at the time of his dying who were del- who were who needed deliverance, even though at the time of his dying, you know, there were people who needed one thing or the other from him. He was focused on what he wanted to do. And because he was focused, we you know, can now celebrate, we can now rejoice, you know, in that same glory. You know, so it's, it's, it's good to focus on the right thing at time. You know why? Because there are so many good things out there that you could do, but you know, focusing on the right thing you know, part time is what is going to get you the results of God. It's going to make for good success. You know, I, I use the example of myself. You know that you know, when you know, I was uh, in um, in graduate school you know, previously, you know, I, I I dabble into a lot of things. You know, I'm very curious. For instance, as a researcher, you know, so during my master's program, you know, I was working, you know, on um, on landfill uh, hydrocarbon contamination, you know, it was a nationally funded uh, grant, you know, and then, you know, traveling, and then at the same time, you know, I was commissioning, you know, and uh, unsaturated triaxia equipment, like, I mean, there are only two of that kind, you know, in sub-Saharan Africa, you know, and at the same time, you know, I was also conducting tests, you know, on suction uh, properties, you know, and, you know, because I Put, spread myself, you know, across board so things. Yes, I was making progress, but I realized at the end of the day, I could only publish, you know, a couple of stuff. Why? Because I didn't follow through. Because I wasn't focused on a particular one to see it to the end. You know, so I left, you know, that program, you know, with a chain of several 50%, 40%, 60%, 70% completed, you know, journal papers. That today, you know, I still have them in my database. And I said, like, okay, one day I will finish this thing. Right, so you could have good intentions. You know, those things could be good. Those things could be nice to do. You know, those things could be. Uh, I mean, if you do it, sure, they're going to be celebrated for it. But they may not be the right thing for you to do. You know, so focus helps you. You know, to focus on the right thing, complete it, and then get the results, and then you move to the next thing. You know, you focus, you complete, and you, now, like I said, doesn't mean you don't do any other thing. No, sure, you do it, but you know my goal for today. You know, is to make sure you know I get to the lab. I, I do this. I do this. I do this. I do this. Now, if I do every any other thing apart from those three things, sure. I mean, I mean that's fine. But I would not, you know, end the day until I complete these three things I want to do on my on my to do list. You know, let's make it practical. You know, you leave your house in the morning. You know, I, I don't know how many of us have you know, experienced something like that. You know, you leave your house in the morning saying, oh, I'm going to do this, this, this. But at the end of the day, you end up doing 10 other things that were not that thing. That is a lack of focus. 
And somebody says, oh, you know, but those other things too were very important to do. Sure, they were. But, you know, you've lost, you lost focus. You know, you lost focus. You know, so, you know, you, 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 you plan, you know, your day. You know, you, you decide the things you want to do and then you focus on those things. You know, if you read books, you know, all these books on self-help, they tell you, oh, you tackle, you know, the most difficult things first. You know, so that you can get that out of the way and then you can do, you know, the things you need to do. You know, that's, 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 that's focus there. You focus on the important things you need to get done. You get those things done, and then you can then move on to other things. So when somebody says, "Oh, uh, let's do this, let's do, let's do, this, let's do this, say yes," I mean those things are good to do, but uh, you will give, you will permit me to finish what I am doing first of all. All right, um, uh, Book of Nehemiah. You know, um, let me see if I can pull that scripture up. You know, uh, people you know, sent a message to Nehemiah and said, "Come." You know, let us let us meet. You know, let us let us do, uh, let us do. You know, um, have a meeting together. You know, let us discuss. And the man said, "No, I can't meet with anybody now. No, I'm doing it. I'm doing the great work." <laughs> All right. So uh, that's Nehemiah chapter six. Uh, I'll read from verse uh, from verse two. Right, it says then then Sambalat and Geshem sent unto me, saying, Come, let us meet together in some of the villages in the plain of honor. But they thought to do me mischief. And I sent messengers unto them, saying, I am doing a great work, so I cannot come down. Why should the work cease while I leave it and come down to you? you know, so uh, we had Sambalat and Geshem were uh, were rulers, you know, uh, under you know, uh, the king at that time. And Nehemiah was sent, you know, to go, you know, restore the broken walls, you know, of, uh, of, uh, of Jerusalem, of, of Israel. You know, and, you know, while he was doing that, you know, these people, you know, they saw he was doing a great work, so they wanted to distract him. And so they said, come, let's meet together in one of the villages. You know, come, let's, let's meet. You know, uh, come, let's, you know, let's have a good time. You know, but, you know, their plan, you know, was, you know, was for mischief. You know, and then Nehemiah said, you know, I'm sorry, I can't come and be meeting you now. You know, I have an assignment I'm doing. I'm focused on what I am doing. He says, I'm doing a great work. You know, and, you know, the problem for most people most times is they don't see what they are doing as being great. You know, they don't see what they are doing as being important. You know, that is why, you know, they, they, they shelf it and then they focus on something else. And I was telling a young man sometimes, I said, you know, if you don't have a plan, if, if you don't have focus in your life, you will end up helping every other person achieve their assignments. And that's not a bad thing in itself, all right? You know, it's good, but it's not the right thing. There's something God has placed in your heart to do. There's something God has put into your heart, you know, as a purpose that you're supposed to be running with. But because you do not see it as important, you know, because you have trivialized it, you know, you are now helping every other person run, you know, their, their purpose. You're not helping every other person run, you know, their destiny. And it shouldn't be. Now, should we help people, you know, run their destiny? Sure. Should we help people, you know, achieve their purpose in life? Sure. But not at the expense of what God has told you to do. Not at the expense of what, you know, God has put in your own heart to do. You know, it would be tantamount to a young child who, you know, was given an assignment by his mom and said, Oh, uh, please, when you are done, all right, make sure you bring out the chicken, you know, from the freezer and, and let it thaw before I'm back. You know, maybe at four o'clock, bring out that chicken out. So by the time I arrived, you know, at five, the chicken is already thawed out. Good. 
you know, and then the mother comes at five o'clock and says, where is the chicken I told you to throw out? And it's like, ah, mommy, I, I, I swept the floor, I, I washed the dishes, you know, and then I, I, I trimmed the hedge. You know, the mother is not like, yes, those things are good to do, but that's not what I told you to do. You did not focus on the things, you know, on the instructions I gave to you. You know, oh, my life, you, you don't listen. You know, I mean, and the boys, you know, it's like, ah, but I did all these other things now. I, you did not tell me to wash the plate. I did. You did not tell me to sweep the house. I did. I cut all, trimmed the edges, you know, and then I took the dog out, you know, to relieve itself. He said, yes, those things are good, but you pay attention to my words. You know, you, you focus on, on the instruction I gave to you. And then if you have finished doing that, then you can go ahead, you know, and, you know, all these other things will now be, uh, be benefits to you. Uh, it just reminds me of a discussion I had, you know, with my with my uh, my PhD supervisor, and I was like, "Oh, Mike, you know, conference papers are good. You know, going for conferences and stuff are good, but don't do all that at the expense of, you know, writing journal publications. Because at the end of the day, you know, what is going to be the measure or the or the or the metric, you know, for uh, for for measuring, you know, the impact you have had, you know, via your research is the journal publications you put out there." So you don't be the guy that has ten conference you know, proceedings and then he doesn't have a journal paper. You know, he told me you know, the the only way people are going to celebrate you know the number of conference proceedings you have is if at the end of the day you have you know standard two, three, five journal papers. Then people are like wow, so you're able to publish you know three journal papers and you also have ten proceedings. Wow, that's good. You know, anybody that sees you with 10 proceedings and no journal paper is going to be like, oh, this guy is not serious. He just likes jumping up and down, you know, traveling, <laughs> traveling all around. And it's important. Why? Because you need to understand what to pay attention to and what to focus on. You know, so Nehemiah was here. You know, he, he knew the importance of what he was doing. He said, I do a great work, so I can't come. All right? You know, sometimes it might look like rebellion. Sometimes it might look like, ah, Oh, no, but when God has put something in your heart, you know, you don't, you don't uh, capitulate, you know, uh, to, to some other thing. I mean, are those things good to do? Sure, they are good to do, but that is not what God is telling me to do. All right, you know, so, so when you focus, you know, there's something, you know, somebody called the blindness of focus. When you focus on something, you become blind to every other thing. Right? Does it mean all other things are not important? No, they are. But because you are focused, you know, because you've zoomed in on the particular thing God wants you to do, then I mean, you can make a success, uh, a success of it. And another scripture that is coming to my heart is um, 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 David. All right, um, Bible says Absalom, you know, uh, decided to assault his, uh, his father, David. You know, and you know, uh, at some point he had David on the run, and uh, David had to start running. But eventually, you know, there was a battle, you know, that and and the battle was waged. And the Bible said, you know, that um, Absalom was caught, you know, because he had long hair. He was caught, you know, in in a tree. You know, and Joab went there, you know, and struck him and killed him, you know. And when they were bringing, you know, message, you know, to uh, the king, you know, the Bible says, you know, that uh, two young men were sent. You know, one of them decided to run. On his own, you know, that's a story for another day. You know, so two young men were sent, you know, and when the first one came, you know, he was like, "Oh, uh, oh, king, you know, uh, God has helped you win a great victory today, and all that." You no, know, and David said, "How about the young man?" He says, ah, "I don't know anything about the young man." He says, "Okay, step aside," <laughs> you know, and then another person came, you know, uh, you can read it in the second, uh, actually second. Um, Second Samuel chapter chapter eighteen, and then the second person came, you know, and he says, "Oh, 
uh, thank, uh, thank God, oh, you know, you have won the battle. You can now be restored as king. And he said, yes. And he said, but how is my, that's my son doing? How is the boy doing? Uh, and then the second person said, you know, ah, may the life of that, the life of your enemies, you know, be like the life of that young man. And then, you know, David knew that the boy had died. You know, so David wasn't so much as concerned about getting the kingdom back as much as he was focused on the life of the boy. You know, so you need to understand where your focus lies. You know, so that even when people are bringing wins, you know, results, you know, or uh, success your way, you know, okay, yes, we've reached this benchmark, you know, we've been successful, but this is our goal. You know, we've been able to achieve this, but this is our goal. You know, say, for instance, you know, you, you are aiming, you know, uh, to improve your client base, your clientele base, you know, to maybe a hundred, all right, uh, this year. And then, you know, uh, along the way, you win a, a contract of, say, um, 10 million. All right. That is a win. But don't let that, don't lose focus and say, oh, ah, uh, we won 10 million. You know, I mean, why are we looking for 100 people again? No, you've lost focus. All right. It's 10 million, you know, profits, you know, or revenue good. Sure. You know, but your goal for the year, you know, is to increase your clientele base, you know, by 100 so that, you know, long term, you can have multiple of those 10 million. You know, so don't lose focus. You know, so how do we know what to focus on? You know, how do you know uh, if everything is not for you? How do you know what is for you? How do you know where to place you know, your attention on? You know, that's why you need the Holy Ghost. Now, I keep telling believers that the Holy Ghost is our advantage. The Holy Ghost is given to us you know, to, uh, to open up our eyes, to open up our hearts, to cause us to see what we should be paying attention to, what we should focus on. And that is the advantage we have. The Bible says, you know, you shall, you know, you shall not be confused. Instead, you will hear a voice behind you saying, this is the way. Walk down in it. You know, so we have direction. You know, the Holy Ghost tells us what to focus on, you know. Uh, and that's why you need to be trained, you know. If there's a training, you know, that you are seeing out there, you ask the Holy Ghost, Holy Ghost, should I be focusing on this now? Why? Because God knows what is going to happen five, ten years from now. You know, everybody is jumping on data science. But what if data science is rendered obsolete <laughs> in the next two years? You know, everybody is jumping on a particular bandwagon. Yes, sure, is, is it good to have tech skills? Sure. You know, but Holy Ghost, is this what I should be paying attention to? You know, Holy Ghost, is this what I should be doing at this time? You know, so ask the Holy Ghost and, and it's going to direct you in the name of Jesus. You know, focus brings clarity. Focus makes for progress makes for speed you know nobody celebrates intention no matter how, how how vast no matter how multiple your intentions are nobody's going to celebrate it until that intention you know translates into results and the way it translates into results is through focus i pray god will help in jesus name let's pray heavenly father thank you because you are paying attention uh giving us uh emphasis you know on the things that we require you know to make for success in life for good success in life uh, we have learned about focus help us father uh, by the holy ghost to know the things we are supposed to pay attention to the things we should focus on and not do that at the expense of other things in the name of jesus uh, help us father in jesus name